a man, a father, a husband. No, I'm talking. I'm not talking about myself, please. I'm talking about a book that is out by an author known as Lali Davis. He's going to be here shortly. This is Now Tell Us. I'm your host, Anthony Moirore. At Now Tell Us, we have guests come and tell us something. They come and inspire us. They come and educate us on a subject. Rari is someone who has been here before and is coming back to tell us about this new book and i'm eager to hear what you uh, tell us more about it and about what is it that he's doing now please don't don't you yes if you have a question why don't you send it to us if you have a comment about the show we appreciate feedback so thank you in advance whether you're watching this live or the recorded version of this show uh we appreciate you and all that you do please remember to share this with all your friends ask them to like and subscribe to our channels and uh, let's keep let's keep talking let's keep hearing what our guests have to tell us so please join me as we go together to meet our guest today larry davis here we go Hi, Rory. How are we doing today, Anthony? We're doing good. Good to see you. Uh, the pleasures and the blessings definitely all mine. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, you're looking good. You know, I'm feeling good. I was in workout mode, which is why I'm dressed this way. It, it doesn't mean I worked out. I was just in workout mode. But uh, I appreciate that. You look good yourself, young man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what's the team? What's the team? <laughs> see, I you know what? Let's it's UNLV, but you know I'm not in Vegas. I'm in Fort Worth, so normally it'll be a, it'll be TCU or UT Arlington or something like that. Uh, Texas West End. Those are my teams down here in, in in Fort Worth. But uh, just like I said, I was in workout mode, so I just do on something long sleeve because we got a little cool weather and a little rain. Okay, that's wonderful. I'm also just casual. I'm I wasn't so doing something really big right now so i was waiting for you to hear what you're going to tell us we're going to talk about a man a father a husband uh matter of fact let's just throw this out there right now tell yeah, your listening before audience before we even go there there's someone who's hearing you or watching you for the very first time doesn't have an idea who's this really can you please tell us who this? and then we'll dive in. i'm a i'm a man of god first and foremost i'm a blessed father of two uh, educator, family man, uh, but more than anything, Anthony, I, I have this new challenge in my life, and the new challenge is to just remind people that God is, not was, not is. You know, we know He's to come, but God is. He is a living God. I am, and so, and with all the things on social media and in and, and the uh, press and you know on television, all these images. 
they're just, you know, I don't know if young people realize that God is because they're being inundated with demonic images or images that are not, that are blasphemous as far as God goes. So my goal now is to just, you know, God is, he's here right now and mm. guide people to him. So that's, oh. that's my story and that's where I'm at right now. How are you doing? I'm doing good. And it's a wonderful message to just remind us that God is. God is. Sometimes we uh, to think or ask ourselves, why is God right now? Or where the, with the, the way things are happening all around us, why is he? And uh, it's good to be reminded that he is. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's the I am. The I am. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, you know, so I have a book out now. We're going to talk about a man, a father, a husband. And this, this, right. And it's that it's about a man who lives in modern times, who deal with modern problems, who has modern issues and, and uh, modern, you know, trials and tribulations, just like in times of the Bible. But they're dealing with modern problems, modern times. And I'm showing how the word in the Bible, no matter how long ago it was written, is still applicable to today to today's problems and to and to this man and so this man is using scripture to you know to guide his life and to light his path and so that's the that's the thing about this wonderful book it's, it's called a man a father a husband but it's it's also about a woman a wife a mother it's about family it's about the role that our extended family plays in our spiritual leadership and our spiritual guidance it's about forgiveness about redemption so you know, I named it a man, I titled it a man, a father, a husband, because I wanted it to be about a man in today's society conquering today's challenges. And I wanted that image in front of young men and older men. Oh, that's wonderful. And by the way, I love the cover. A man, a father, a husband. Lord, guide my steps and light my path. So while we're here, so I don't want to let everybody know they can go to Amazon.com right now and download the ebook for free. So while we're talking, they can be downloading that book and they can probably find some questions they wanna ask, but they can download that book for free right now on amazon.com. Wow, and I can actually share with them the link here. Let me see if that is uh, able to be posted. Oh yeah, it is. So the book is right there. If you rush on to amazon.com, you can download the free the book for free. Even as we are hearing from Larry, what he has to tell us. Yes. Yeah. So I want the word out there. That's the point. The reason I'm giving the book away for free is because I, the message is so powerful. The mm-hmm. message is so relevant. It's so palpable that I want people to read it and get the message. Everyone who's read it, Anthony, has got something different from it, but that's the power of that message. So even though the story is fictional, mm-hmm. the scripture is not. <laughs> so okay. it's God's word. So I'll, I'll share something a little different. I'm going to ask you something during this process while we're talking that I want from you. Okay. And uh, uh, let me just throw it out there now. So even though we're talking about the book, A Man, A Father, A Husband, I'm in the process of writing a book called The Other Side of Your Mountain, Hmm. Stories of a Living God. Yeah. And I'm using the concept, the story of Abraham and Isaac, right? They went up one side of the mountain, being obedient to God, not knowing that their blessing was doing what? 
coming up the other side of the mountain. So mm -hmm. Anthony, I want you to participate in this book and I want you to write me a story about a time in your life when you were being obedient to God and the blessing that you didn't know was about to happen that happened through that obediency. And you can talk about the trials and tribulations. You can talk about however, as much as you want, you can write as, as much as you want as long as you like. And I need you to get that to me because I want to put it in this book and it's going to be an anthology of real people with real God stories to mm -hmm. let people know God is because they, you know, young people read the stories in the Bible and they think, oh, that happened so long ago. Mm -hmm. No, these things are happening today, each and every day. So remember, stories of a living God. We're going to get we're going to remind the world that God is. Wow. <laughs> it's important to remind uh, people that God is. And thank you very much for the invitation. And I'm just yeah. wondering, is this invitation only uh, to Anthony or is also extending to the one who's listening to this show? And if you have someone, one of your listening audience members want to share their story, please let just, you know, let's, we'll get in contact with each other and you can give them my email address and they can send me the story, right? Because the thing is, Everybody has a story and none of the stories are the same. The beauty is it happens today. It happened today. It happened in today's world. It happened in today's times. Yeah. And that's proof that I am is. <laughs> I am so, is. Now that is. wonderful. So things are happening live here at Now Tell Us. <laughs> and thank yeah. you very much, Rari, for inviting us to contribute to your book. Now, to anyone who's listening there and has never written a story, this could be your opportunity to be a published author through the invite. Oh, of yeah. yeah. So why don't you come up with a story? Please remind us again, what's what's the title? The title. Someone the title. It's a beautiful title. The Other Side of Your Mountain. The Other Side of Your Mountain. You had that. Story. Yeah. Stories of the living God. Not a living God. Stories of the living God. <laughs> Stories of the living God. The living God, because he's alive and well. Yes. So go out there and prepare your story and send it to Rari. Now, I'm going to share your website at this point, even before we proceed. Sure. Because your website is www.larrydavis.com. Larry Larry yes. Yeah. So they can go and contact you from there and send you the story. I am sure that someone is going to send you a story from this side. And once you I do, really hope so. Come and well, say, I know hey, I'm going to, I'm going to get your story for sure. Right. I'm, I'm going to work on that. And now because, you, <laughs> because you've put me on the spot, someone is hearing me and is saying, okay, I'm going to read that story from Anthony. So well, well, Anthony, <laughs> here's the thing though. You're a, you're a man of God and you, yeah. you, you always, testifying about the greatness of God. And so people need to understand why you, you're so energetic and so on fire for God. And that's because he's active in your life. So here's an opportunity for you to share that part of that story. One of those stories, because I know there is many mm -hmm. with uh, your audience and other people around the world who's going to get this book and read the book, because my goal, my goal with the book is to give it away and uh, try to try to, you know, get it out to at least a hundred thousand people in five days. Right. Because, uh, yeah, a hundred thousand. If a hundred thousand people read this book, and they're gonna share with other people, right? That's the and prayer I, that you've prayed, and the prayers get answered. 
prayers get answered. So a hundred thousand people who know God is will share with people who may have forgotten that God is. <laughs> and that's good. And that's very good of you. And uh, I believe that your answer is going to be, uh, I mean, your prayer is going to be answered uh, once oh, yeah. the story is coming and people share those stories with you. Oh yeah. So looking forward to it in the near future, I'm just going to get onto my computer and just come up with a story that I, I have. Oh, yeah. gonna be fictional, it's going to be my story. So if you're listening to this, look out for my story, my personal story. That's right. Okay. And also you send your personal story and let's know that God is. You know what? The yeah. blessing would be that we get so many stories, we have to do a volume one and a volume two. Wouldn't that be a blessing? He's the blessing. It's going to be a blessing. That would be a blessing. So and let's do that. Anything is possible. With God, anything is possible. Now, with God, everything is possible. Ah, now thank you for correcting me. On that. <laughs> <laughs> with God, everything is possible. Everything is possible. Yeah, thank you very much. Let's dive deeper into this book today. A man, a father, a husband. Uh, at what point did you just decide this book needs to be out there? This message needs to be spread out. Uh, what led you into that? Well, here's a here's a really interesting thing about this particular book. It's actually a movie script. And I started writing this in 2016. And God would pull me away from it or something would pull me away from it because I I believe the spirit didn't want me to go in the direction that I was going, mm. right? And so every time I would come back, I would end up changing something I had just written before. But I would be away from this, this script for four months, six months, two years. Again, I started writing this in 2016. I've written five other books between the time I started this one and finished it. Mm -hmm. And so when I finally finished it, I was taking the movie script to have it evaluated because you want to have it evaluated because once they evaluate, they tell you how much uh, the budget should be and all these things. Yeah. Well, in that process, the I had to move the movie script over from one format to FDX, which is what the industry wants to use now. And once I loaded it into FDX, it became 192 pages. Well, they will only evaluate a script that's 120 pages. Mm -hmm. So I had to cut it. And luckily, God led me to a young lady who works for Netflix and mm -hmm. she cut it. She cut it to 116 pages, but I still have the original. And so when I had it evaluated, they said, OK, this is actually ready to go to production if you can find the funding. Right. And so at the time I asked the young lady, I said, should I put this in a book first or, or wait and do it as a movie? She said, well, Mr. Davis, there's about to be a writers and an actor strike. So you might want to release it as a book. So I, in May, I started reformatting it over into book form, which is why I read somewhat of a narrative versus as a, a book novel, it reads more of a narrative. Uh, and so again, right now, the actors and writers are still on strike. So I released it in a book. And so again, this was put on my heart back in 2016 to write this story about a man who, who walked a path that was pleasing to God. Mm. Wow, so there's also a movie in the making, and this is it's a movie in the making. Speak that to fruition, Anthony. Maybe I would look forward to being a part of the movie. Uh, sure, why not? You, you why never not? know. You never know. With God, 
everything being possible, then I could just look forward to being part of it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You know what? Uh, because you can say you interviewed me about the movie, <laughs> about the book. And we'll put that in the movie. We can do that. We'll make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah it's possible. So today's world is in challenges. And uh, I'm hearing, and, and just to put you into perspective, I am always saddened when every day I wake up, of course, it's not an everyday thing, but uh, every now and then I get to hear of a person who's taken his life because he couldn't continue facing this life. He couldn't continue living on. And I want to believe that your book is going to bring hope to someone. Yes. As we remind now, you've have you encountered this? Have you heard the stories? Have you met with people who have been going through that, and uh, you 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 you're bringing them hope? I you know I haven't had anyone you know write me specifically and say, oh, I read this and I did that. But uh, the young lady who wrote the preface, she was talking with a young gentleman in the hospital. And she played me part of the things that he said about the book. And he says, I haven't read a book in a long time. This is a really good book. I really wish there were more pages because this is inspiring. So that is a really, I'm glad you asked that question because up until you asked me, I never thought about it that way. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you read the book, if you read the preface, this young lady, her name is uh, Jama Sylvia Chung, and she is incredible. She's an amazing writer. Mm -hmm. She's a woman who's on fire for God. Uh, she, you know, she has a, it doesn't matter what the, what the issue is, what the situation is, she will have scripture for you. <laughs> so she is going to always uplift and inspire you. Yeah. And so uh, we just need to make sure when we have people like her in our lives that we make sure we keep their cup filled, you know? Mm hmm because anything that overflows, she gives it away. Okay, that's, that's good. So it, it flows. Yeah. It flows, it flows to others. So uh, a man, a father, a husband, tell us a bit about each of them and how they come into them without giving the whole movie away. Just tell about us. The book. No, let's, let's, <laughs> let's talk about it. You're so. Actually, in the book, I, I use the biblical de definition of a man, mm -hmm. father, and a husband. And in, in each of those, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, descriptions, there's scripture, right? Mm -hmm. You know, we're, it, it's, it's really interesting that everyone is familiar with the Proverbs 31 woman. Yeah, the noble woman. But what about the righteous man? Not just a little scripture in Proverbs that he falls seven times and gets back up. But what does the Bible say about a godly man, a godly father, a godly husband? So we start each part of the book off, each section of the book off with that definition. And um, and this man, is he embodies those traits, right? He's a, a, he's a spiritual leader of his family. Mm -hmm. But even though before before he became a father, before he became a husband, he experienced uh, trauma, trials and tribulation in his life that changed the trajectory of his life mm -hmm. completely. But as a man of God, he stood in his faith and he made that transition almost seamlessly. Mm 
Mm. It didn't come without heartache. It didn't come without heartbreak. It didn't come without disappointment, but he made it because he held on to his faith. Mm. In a moment of trial and tribulation, he decided and realized what was more important to his life and to his life of serving God. Mm. So then he became a father and oh my gosh, he cherishes his, his children. He cherishes his son. His son is this you know, everyone, I should say this, I want to I I make sure I say this perfectly clear. Being a dad is the greatest job in the world a man can have. Mm. There is not a job on this earth better than being a, a dad, being a father. And I'm, I'm telling you, it's incredible. And when we have our children, when God blesses us to have children, we need to realize and look at those children as light. Mm-hmm. They bring light into our life, right? And light is what God, Jesus was the light of the world. And every time he blesses us with a child, we get a sparkle of that light in our families, in our homes. And so being a dad is incredible. So he treats his son with so much reverence and respect. It's like he lives his life to make his son proud of him, mm-hmm. not for him to be proud of his son, but to make his son proud of him. And he adores his wife. He treasures his wife because he knows his wife is a God sin. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. How many times do we get a, a, a incredible gift of a beautiful treasure, but because we didn't earn it, we didn't work for it. We don't always appreciate it. Right. Yeah. But this man appreciates his wife. He treasures his wife. And the, the only thing he loves more than his son and his wife is God. Mm. But he's also a, uh, I mean, he's a wonderful son to his mom and his dad. His mom and his dad play a, a significant role in this book and his life because they're his spiritual leaders, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they understand how to work with their son, how to talk to their son. They understand his his emotional appeal. They understand everything about him and they know how to speak to him in a way that he understands and he doesn't take it as intrusive or, or, as, or that they're trying to overstep their boundaries. He appreciates his mom and dad. And so you have this generational thing, him to his son, his dad to him, mm. and how the family dynamic should work. Mm. Wow. Wow. That's that's wonderful. And, and it's good you bring uh, the realization because some of us could have never imagined, could have never thought. <laughs> We've heard of the noble woman and that is having a dedicated chapter in the bible the book of proverbs why is the chapter about that man the no the noble man if we, yeah <laughs> even though the bible is full of stories with men uh, of women also but then there's a i mean we we need to did i don't know i don't know how to ask this but then someone could just be wondering I not of that much value, importance that I, <laughs> maybe I'm thinking so far, that I was not dedicated a chapter. And the whole Bible is dedicated to you. The whole story I share yeah. are dedicated to you. And this yes. is why we pick, and this is why Raleigh would pick verses and, and, and share stories that could bring you back to their realization that God is, and he's there for you. Well, you know what, here's a, here's the thing about it. When we have a lot of people who cherry pick verses, Mm. right? They'll pick a verse and they'll give it to someone who may be 
in pain, who may be suffering, who may be going through something. Mm -hmm. And they don't realize that that verse by itself is insignificant. Mm -hmm. What took place prior to that verse being spoken is why that verse is so powerful. If yeah. we don't share the book, sometimes just giving a verse does damage. They have to know what's going on. Here's a great example. My son's favorite verse is Philippians 4.13. Yeah. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And he loved it. I actually bought him a hoodie with it on there. And one day I was at work. You know, I never, never bothered to ask him, well, what does it mean? What does it mean? But I, I just really, really enjoyed the fact that he had found a verse that he really, you know, was, was drawn to. Mm -hmm. And one day I was at work and I was having a really bad day. I mean, a horrible day. And he called me. He said, Dad, I read the book. Let me tell you what, what, what it meant when it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Mm -hmm. And he went through the book. And in that moment, I was so proud of him because he realized that that phrase wasn't enough knowledge to just hang his hat on, right? Yeah. I think, so when we here's a really weird statement, but a really weird place to be is knowing enough scripture, scripture to think you're right but not knowing enough about the Bible to know that you're quoting it wrong. <laughs> uh, interesting, interesting. Yeah, we can know uh, scripture, we can know verses, and we know they are right. Right. Not knowing the whole picture, not seeing the whole picture to see that there are, there are some, some things in them that we are missing. Yes, and right, exactly. Right. Yeah, this is why we need reminding. <sighs> Can we get a sample of your book? What like, would you like? I'm not going to download, like here. Can we get to here one or two of which is your favorite part? Maybe read us a a, 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 a chapter. Uh, not a chapter. I am. I'm gonna have to tell you. <laughs> I am. Uh, <laughs> I tell you what, and I'm gonna have to tell you. I am. Uh, bias i i love the whole story yeah. right uh -huh. but let me i'm not going to read something to you but let me share something with you how about that yeah go ahead there's a there's a part in the book when he's taking his son who's four or five years old to school uh -huh. and the son is not talkative like he's normally talkative uh -huh. and the dad looks in a rearview mirror and he sees his son is sad he sees this light of his life dimming right Mm -hmm. And so he asked the son what is wrong with him. And the son said, well, can you come and pick me up after school? And the dad goes, no, your grandfather's going to come and pick you up. And he goes, okay. And the dad is like, wait a minute, what is wrong? He goes, well, I noticed that mom's not very happy. I noticed she's been really sad. And when she hugs me, it feels sad. And this is his son talking to him. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason his, his son, the reason her, his mom is sad has to do with a conflict between the mom and the dad, which I won't give you in the here, but you, you know, it's, it's a really, it's a really important conflict. It's a major conflict of the book. Mm -hmm. And the dad thought that he was hiding this discomfort, this conflict between his wife and himself from his son, but his son still picked up on it. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, his dad realized that he was contributing to his son's sadness. So he chose to come back and pick him up from school. But as he drops his son off at school, his dad calls him. Mm -hmm. And again, he thinks he's hiding these things from everybody, right? 
And his dad says, no, I know you. I know th- I know you're blessed, but things aren't okay. So I don't, I'm not worried about you being blessed. I'm trying to ask, how are you? We need to talk. Hmm. And in that moment, you see three generations impacted by this conflict that's in one household. Hmm. And so again, it's just, it's just a really powerful thing, you know, but this man loves his son so much that he does whatever it takes to make his son smile from his heart. Hmm. And if that means pushing aside the conflict, the differences that he's having with his wife, he's going to do it because he knows that the joy of that house stems from that little boy, right? That child. Hmm. So that's a part. Now that's just a part, but it's, there's yeah. other parts in there that's more powerful, but I'm just talking to you as a, as a, as a man and I'm a man, you know, father, you know, so, but there's parts in there about a woman, a wife, a mother, oh, there's redemption. I mean, there's temptation in the book that doesn't happen. Uh, there's temptation in the book that does happen. So, uh, but it's all about a man who walks a life that is pleasing to God. And let me share this with you. This is one really weird thing. People always talk about, when they talk about Christ, they talk about his sermon on the mound. They talk about feeding the masses. They talk about his miracles, right? Mm-hmm. But one of the greatest things he ever did for this world was walk the earth and show us how to live Mm. a life free of sin, right? Mm -hmm. He was the perfect example of how to live a life pleasing to God. He denied the devil, temptation, and sin, right? It wasn't just about the miracles. It wasn't just about the sermons. It wasn't just about the feeding the masses. If you just watched his walk, his walk was a perfect example of how to live a life pleasing to God. Mm, Sure, exactly. Wow, wow, and thank you for that. Now, the part that you just shared, the, the, the very first part that you shared, uh, that's what I was thinking of contemplating on. Do you know just how, how many pains could be hidden behind a smile? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, how many, yeah, people hide a lot in, with a smile. You know, but when you know your child, when you know your significant other, you know when that smile is full and when that smile is empty, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. And because he loved his son, because he knew his son, he saw that light dimming, right? And sometimes we choose to neglect the obvious when we see that. Mm -hmm. But I think the worst thing we can do to anyone is have them dim their light, right? Mm -hmm. No one should dim their light for someone else like to shine brighter because mm. it only makes the, it only makes the world darker but yeah. if everybody shines their light as bright as possible think of all the things we could see think of just how illuminating the world would be right mm-hmm. because see light casts out darkness and it exposes shadows so we could see the shadows that lurk in the dark when we brighten up the world yeah exactly yeah Wow. For anybody who could be joining us now, we're talking about a man, a father, a husband, a book by Raleigh D. Davis. says, Lord, guide my steps and light my path. Anthony, did you notice that if you look at the cover, if you look at it, you see the man, right? Yeah. And then you see the two children who make him a father. 
-hmm. and you see his wife on the end who makes him a husband. Yes. And you see a path that's being lit to what? To us. The the that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's the message. Yes. Yes. You, when you look at the book and you look at the cover and when you read the story, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. Once you read the preface, a mm -hmm. uh, woman, a wife, a mother that's written by, like I said, it's, uh, Jama Sylvia Chong, you're going to be blown away. I want women to buy this book for their sons, their, their brothers, their husbands. I want husbands to buy this book for their wives, their sister, their mother, because it's not just about men. This book is about uh, living a life pleasing to God as a man and a woman. It's about understanding how powerful forgiveness is, right? Mm -hmm. It's about understanding redemption. See, sometimes we can forgive the person who hurt us, mm -hmm. but that person isn't able to forgive themselves. And they therefore, they're not able to fully, just fully enjoy redemption because they can't forgive themselves. So this is about how you get that redemption, how you get that, that absolution, how you get that forgiveness. You know, God gives us this great trilogy. He gives us, he gives us forgiveness, right? That means what you've done is, is, is no more. I forgive okay. you. No, okay. right? When Christ told the young lady, when Christ told the young lady who was accused of adultery, he said, "Go now, my child, and sin no more." No more yeah. To me, he was telling her, "All your sins have been absolved. Just go and don't sin anymore." Right? Mm -hmm. But then he gives us mercy. Right? He doesn't ask for anything for that forgiveness. It's free. that's mercy, right? Oh, uh, but here's a here's a powerful one. But then he gives us something we never expected. More than we could ever ask for. That's grace. The grace. The grace, grace, right? <laughs> yeah, that's wonderful. It's wonderful. So we have his grace. For all of you who are listening, who are watching, go and get the book. A man, a father, a husband. And uh, read the rest of it. And as uh, Larry says, suggests to everyone who's around you the any man that you know and uh let's let's continue to remind people that god is we are almost coming to the end of the show and we really thank you larry for taking your time to be with us here at now tell us before you go would like you to leave us with a few words that we should always remember you've said oh. just a few words that we should always remember which are they you know, I, I, the first one is, let's remember God is. God is. Right? And let's remember the good news is still the good news. It hasn't gotten old. It hasn't gotten redundant. The good news is still the good news. He who believes and accepts Christ as a Lord and Savior, because he is the only way. He's the way, the truth, and the life, right? The good news is still the good news. But the, I think one of the greatest things I think we should all remember is treat each other with kindness, mm. gentleness, right? Women uplift young men. Men unlift, uplift young women, right? We have to lift each other up. We have to treat each other with the respect that is due each other. And then and only then, Mm. Will we start to enjoy a spiritual happiness, a spiritual joy, a spiritual love that God has given all of us? Right? Amen. 
Thank you for that. We appreciate you once again. No problem. Yeah, so that's uh, wonderful. Thank you for coming to our show. And to you who's listening or watching, we thank you. This has been Now Tell Us. And I have been your host, Anthony Moirore. And together with our guest, wonderful guest today, Larry Davis, we're saying, remember that God is. God is. And keep spreading the message. Keep being the light of the world. His grace is sufficient. Bye for now. Bye.